welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience to discuss everything matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and body positivity. So, Mira, what are you drinking today? I'm drinking, not sponsored, bubbly, sparkling water because I've been very dehydrated, so I'm trying to encourage myself to drink more water. Mm-hmm. But what are you having today? I'm actually having, I made it on over on our Instagram page. If you go to our IGTVs, there's a little like matcha latte series that we've started. Um, but it's just like a chocolatey matcha latte. And it's Ooh. so good because it's been, I told Mira, but we had a, what was it called? Like an Arctic wind warning today oh yeah are uh, the winds were negative 26 degrees celsius which is like bullshit in itself like, <laughs> <laughs> it's minus 14.8 degrees fahrenheit no thanks no thank you I, I got a notification on my phone that it's like try not to go outside keep your pets indoors and i had to walk to go to group today and i was bundled up and Damn. i was so cold there was like ice on the ground that sounds awful it's so cold it's nice and warm and sunny and rainy and whatever i know and i keep seeing people like in other places around the world and they're like oh sun's coming out spring is coming i'm like i'm in the ice age (laughs) (laughs) and i have nothing to complain about other parts of like canada are way worse they're way colder none of it (laughs) none of it my new province i learned about this weekend or this week yeah (laughs) none of it yeah it's very cold there but yeah, so I'm trying not to complain, especially to, like, my cousins in Calgary. They're suffering way more. <laughs> <laughs> but it is very cold here, so I'm very happy with my hot drink today. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. How are you today? How's your week been thus far? I'm good. I feel like you and I are both. I feel like we're going in this, like, the same patterns together that we'll have, like, a really shitty week. And then, like, this week had, like, massive ups and downs. But then we're like, hey, mm-hmm. it's still, like, well, at least my week was, like, pretty okay. Way better than last week. So, yeah. Yeah, this week has been more like a say la vie, but insanely busy. I think mm-hmm. we've both been super busy this week. Yeah, work was so stressful for both of us today. We just, like, were going all mm-hmm. day. Like, I, I just realized I never took my break. Like, I never took my That's work break. That's not good. I forced myself to because I went to group and then I came back and I was freaking out because I knew I had to get back to so all these emails mm-hmm. and I was like you know what I'm allowed to have a break and I'm starving and I'm tired so I'm actually going to take it you should yeah, have taken I remember you break. texted me that I was like thank you for taking this break even though I'm not one to talk but still. I know you should have taken your break <laughs> I should probably implement some reminders to tell me to take breaks yeah a reminder to be like did you drink water yet did you take your break? Did you remember to eat lunch? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. No, go make lunch. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's bad. We'll get better. We'll get better. And speaking of getting better, what is our topic today? So our topic is a fun one. This whole month, I feel like it's just fun all around. But mm-hmm. today's topic is about self-care and making yourself a priority. Mm-hmm. We've already discussed food relationships and exercise and having a healthy outlook on your body in episode one of this month's theme. But this episode is all about prioritizing, taking care of 
yourself and there's a lot that goes into it so would you like to start off by telling us what self-care is yeah so basically self-care by definition is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one owns mental health so it's basically just practicing and taking an active role in protecting yeah your well-being your happiness and in particular during periods of stress i think that a lot of people think of self-care as like oh i'm going to like wash my hair and like that's a huge like hygiene is a huge part of self-care but it's it's not just that is and it's so person dependent for me there's like more to it yeah based on schedules and stuff yeah and like just what makes you feel good like what helps you Mm -hmm. protect your own mental health like for like mira and i like staying busy is a really important part of our self-care like if we're not Mm -hmm. busy we tend to just fall apart or we'll get really sad. We'll message each other and be like, yeah. I hate everything. I, I have nothing to do today. Yeah, Something's which, wrong. Yeah, which in itself is probably not a good thing. And I know it's like a massive anxiety <laughs> response. That's how we protect our mental health. We know what will make us happy. Mm-hmm. We know how to protect ourselves. And this is a protective mechanism that we use all the time. It's probably not the yeah, best absolutely. thing. <laughs> but Hey, honestly, I'd rather be a workaholic than not do anything. But that's yeah. just me. Yeah. And like no shade. It, no shade just... to the people who can relax. I just have no idea how to relax. No. Every overtime shift, I'm taking it. So, it's so I true. don't know what relaxing yeah. is. Go yeah. team. Go us for literally never not working. Yeah. I know. It's bad. <laughs> I think the good thing about our friendship is that we try to like help because we both have the same problems. So, we always try to make sure that we are taking breaks and we are mm-hmm. focusing on ourselves, which plays into self-care. So, it does. that'll be an exciting thing to to talk about today yeah so one of the major things we're going to talk about during this episode is the concept of does this serve me and this is a question silver and i ask each other almost all the time when we're thinking of decisions we're going to make or ways we're going to choose to react to a situation mm-hmm. ways we deal with stress ways we deal with people it literally applies to almost everything but it's quite frankly i would say it's one of the foundations to our day like no yeah. matter what decision or choice we make we always highlight this question saying does this serve me Mm -hmm. so that's kind of the umbrella of a lot of what we're going to talk about so would you like to further I just think it's funny because the does this serve me like came well I know it didn't come from my mom originally but that's why I always (laughs) think about it because she's always like is this going to serve me is this going to benefit me or the people Mm -hmm. around me and I'm like oh that's so true so yeah the thing I want to talk about is something that I struggle with a lot, which is inner dialogue. So what that is, is basically like, as the saying goes, like you are your own worst critic, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens a lot of times is we hold on to these things that we think we believe about ourselves. Either things that we're told by people who aren't very nice to us or things that we just tell ourselves that we believe to be true because we've said it to ourselves so many times. Inner dialogue also is something that is there that keeps us small and safe. Like it's just a protective mechanism that we use, but it tends to beat us down frequently. So I've talked about it a few times on this podcast and like with my anxiety, a lot of what I do is I, yeah, I have this really bad inner dialogue and I spent a lot of times like years now fighting Mm -hmm. it. I find that a huge part of my self-care is saying to myself, whenever those thoughts come up, whenever the inner dialogue starts happening, I go, this really does not serve me. Yeah, and it's not going to get you anywhere positive. No, 
No, I just try to think, is this loving? Is this encouraging? Is this supportive? And if it's not, I go, you know, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be spoken to like this. I would never Mm -hmm. tolerate someone else speaking to me like this. And I would never speak like this to someone else. So nope, Mm -hmm. this does not benefit me in any way. So it's time to make a change. And I think it goes, I think I mentioned this earlier in one of our episodes, but I was mentioning how we tend to be our biggest bullies. Mm -hmm. Like nobody bullies us more than we bully ourselves. Yeah. Especially our minds. So I like that you do this because I think a lot of people don't realize, but your inner dialogue is so important to how you view yourself and what, like to what esteem you hold yourself to Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, for sure. It's a whole like, like speak to yourself the way you would speak to someone you love. I would never, like, I'm so mean to myself. I would never be that cruel to anyone else. So Mm -hmm. you yourself deserve deserve the same kindness. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like, why would you treat yourself horrible, but then be nice to everyone else? Be nice to everyone and yourself. Yeah. There's no reason to take it all out on yourself. Yeah, and it's that whole thing, like, evidence-based, like, cognitive behavioral therapy. Is this true? And, like, we say this to ourselves so many times, we believe it to be true. Like, it's so ingrained, but that doesn't mean it it is. Mm -hmm. So do what you have to do to fight back. Every time you say something to yourself, go, is that true? Why Mm -hmm. is it not true? And then just keep repeating that to yourself until that dialogue either gets quieter or hopefully completely goes away. But going off of what you said, actually, um, I think not only do you want to treat yourself, you know, the way you treat other people in the sense that you want to be nice to yourself, but I think people can honestly affect your self-care in a way. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, if you're surrounded by toxicity and negativity and people that don't hold you into high esteem and people who want the worst for you, you're going to drown in that energy and you're going to feel so bad about yourself and it's not going to be healthy. You're going to view yourself in a really negative light and you're honestly just going to go downhill from there so yeah one of the things I wanted to mention is that you need to surround yourself with people who love and encourage you and allow them to remind you you know how amazing you are but yeah I mean you don't want to be around people that have Mm. bad intentions for Mm. you or Mm -hmm. negative intentions you know so if you're in a toxic relationship or you have toxic friendships you know if you're surrounded by people who don't have your back that don't have good intentions set out for you that don't want to see you succeed that don't support you especially the best way to figure this out and you and I have learned this is when you do a business, like mm. when you launch a business mm-hmm. or you try to pursue creative passions, you start to know who wants the best for you mm-hmm. and who's plotting against you. So, you know, yep. ask yourself, you know, about like your relationships with people. Ask yourself, does this person want the best for me? Or is this person jealous of me and low key doesn't want to see me succeed? And if you see that, then maybe that's a signal to you to, to either put some distance, to analyze if this friendship serves you. Because yeah. it comes down to that topic. Does this serve me? Does this friendship serve me? Does this person in my life serve me? But even like your family can be toxic. Um mm-hmm. You know, not even like, I'm not even saying like your close family, but any family member could be cousins. It could be great aunts, great uncles, uh, like cousins twice removed. I mean, anybody really, there's always somebody I'm sure, and I'm sure this applies to everyone. There's always one person that does not have good intentions out for you or is jealous or something, Mm -hmm. you know, it just happens in every family, but even friendships, take a second right now, like pause this podcast and think (laughs) to yourself, Do I have anybody in my life that doesn't have good intentions for me, doesn't back me up, doesn't want to see me succeed? And if you do, write down the pros and cons of this friendship. Like I'm being honest, like analyze this friendship and see if it's even worth your time. We'll talk more about toxic
toxic relationships in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think it's really important to just be mindful of who you surround yourself with because there's a saying, you're basically a combination of who you surround yourself. So if you're surrounded by a bunch of negative people, who don't want the best for you, you're not going to want the best for yourself. Yeah. And and this has happened to me as well. I've personally had experiences where I've been in toxic friendships, relationships. And during that time, I did not value myself. And I saw myself in the negative light. And I wasn't motivated because the people around me weren't giving that energy mm-hmm. around me as well. Once I realized this, and I learned how to have, you know, the strength, because it's hard. I'm not saying this is easy. It's really hard to cut people off, especially if they're people you've had all your life, mm-hmm. and you start to realize they don't serve me. Yeah. Um, it's hard to cut people off. So maybe just put some distance, start off with that and then put some boundaries. And then one day you can just cut them off because there's nothing left. Once I cut off all the toxic people in my life, I can't tell you how much I start to flourish. Mm-hmm. And that's not even like a humble brag or anything, but I'm just being honest. Like I had so much setting me back. And then once I cut these people off, I started accomplishing so many things. Yeah. No, I've had the same, like, similar situations with certain people in my life. But before I started, like, my art business or even, like, this podcast with you, I always felt like I wasn't good at anything, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. nobody really cared. Because certain people in my life, like, not my family or anything or, like, close friendships, but, like, certain people in my life, I would talk about something and I'd be really excited and they, like, wouldn't care. And so I wouldn't, like, pursue it because I'm like, oh, well, not even, like, these people who are so important to me are willing to support me. Yeah, and if the people closest to you aren't going to support you, then who's going to support you? Exactly. Who you surround yourself with and if they're not, like, above and beyond supportive, like, they're not necessary. Like, it doesn't mean that they have to and it's not their fault if they just don't want to. And if Mm -hmm. they're not willing or able or to give you that capacity which is perfectly okay, but it's kind of like on your end, like you're exactly right. You have to say, you know, giving this much energy to this person, it's not reciprocated. It's mm-hmm. a, it's not serving me. It's making me sad. It's stressing me out, you yeah. know? And maybe, maybe the friendship or the relationship or whatever, maybe it's just not compatible. Yeah, and you it know, just it has to be, change. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's not necessarily that person's fault. I mean, obviously it depends if that person's actually a, not a good person. Yeah. But. Overall, like sometimes people just don't mesh well with others and it just doesn't work out and that's okay. The thing Mm -hmm. is don't force something that shouldn't be forced. Exactly. But like Mira's exactly right. Like when we started this podcast, we're like, oh, we see who our true friends are. Like the people who are like... The people who support us, friends or new friends of the podcast, it's it's so important to me when my friends are like, oh, I listen to your podcast. My yeah. friend, she was like, oh, I got a matcha latte and I'm listening to your podcast on my de- know, depressing. So yeah, people do that. It's so sweet. Like it's so, it means so much because before I basically had to beg certain friends to be like, can you just like you know, support me or show any interest in what I'm doing. Right now, the people I have in my life, they're so supportive about this podcast and like everything. And it's just Mm -hmm. so sweet. No, it it honestly warms my heart. I feel like we've inspired people to drink matcha. Like I know so many people who've never tried matcha that message me now and they're like, I got a matcha for matcha Monday. It's just so cute. We have to get my cousin on matcha because she's like, I can't. I love you. (gasps) She's like, I can do it. And like, I think she said she like it with cinnamon and like sweetened or something but she's like no and i'm like 
We will change your mind. I know. Well, as soon as we're, because right now in Vancouver, like we're not allowed to have like other people from other households in Mm -hmm. our house. So I'm like, as soon as she comes over for a sleepover, I will be Mm. forcing. Convert her to matcha. (laughs) Yeah. Because like the matcha lattes we've been making recently on our page, they're really good. Oh, they taste amazing. I know. And I'm like shocked because I was just like, oh, I think this will be fun. I want to try something new. I can't wait to drop my recipe. I'm so excited. I know. I know. I think by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it comes out on Sunday. So you guys are listening to it. You haven't checked our Instagram. Check out my latest video. Mm-hmm. A special Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. Cute little drink. And you can make it for yourself, mm-hmm. for your significant other, for your family member, for your friend, for your dog. Not for your dog. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't. <laughs> if you if, listen, please don't do that. I will not be responsible for any pets getting sick <laughs> from this podcast. Mira said my dog could have a rose matcha latte. Oh, sounds um, so good. Why is my dog in a hospital right now? <laughs> I wish okay so I'm trying to convince Mira to move to Vancouver and I right now is one of it's those times it's too cold for me what will I do it's too cold for me and I'm surviving just fine oh I left Boston for a reason I know man oh yeah Boston's so much worse it's okay cold. so Boston is worse so here's like a happy medium hmm. and I'll, our summers I'll are hot I'll myself when I finally come out and visit I know you. September we're banking on September we're banking on everyone who's listening to this please manifest that we can finally hang out in Vancouver in September for the first time okay first time ever second time hanging out in real life <laughs> I know it's so how weird. sad is that I know I just can't believe you haven't even met my like mom yet like that's I know. so oh, weird so literally I talk to Silver's mom almost every day mm-hmm. like she'll check up it's really cute actually like your mom is like pretty much my mom now. oh yeah it's so cute I love her. oh yeah well but... she's like she because she's just the kind of gal like she adopts all my friends but not like all of them like you're still very special but but because even your dad adopted me and my dad is the weirdest thing (laughs) my dad did okay so we've never talked about our christmas experience but oh my god on christmas Christmas eve so my dad lovely fellow Mm -hmm. raised in vancouver but with chinese influence and not all but at least my grandparents, they are very, very cold, reserved people. And my dad has some of that influence in him. He's a stoic man. He is. But he's super silly if he, like, lets you in. But he's definitely, mm-hmm. like, he has, like, bulldozers and walls right. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just so funny. Mira FaceTimed me on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I just wanted to wish you and your family happy Christmas and whatever. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I was like, oh, I better, like, say goodbye to you because like we're having like family time and then my dad is like mira is die hard a christmas movie or not and i'm like what and i'm like one i'm shocked he's even like talking to you because he doesn't like do that so i'm like okay and then he's like oh she should stay and watch this movie with us tell her to ask her friends if if." i'm like what are you talking about oh yeah so he asked me to basically for those who follow my instagram account i don't know if you remember but on christmas eve i posted a poll asking if die hard was a christmas movie yeah and i think 73 percent of the people said yes but that's because her dad told me to ask (laughs) it was so funny like my dad like even after that because like my dad like knows who she is obviously but he was just like so what does uh mira do for work and i'm like oh okay like he wanted the 411 i know and then he was like we have to watch die hard 2 with her okay he's like we'll schedule something i'm like okay dad 
<laughs> it's funny. I just love that. I'm yeah. glad I got the father approval though, because that means a lot to me. So I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, her dad likes me. Awesome. Yeah, and that like never <laughs> happens. It was so funny. I was like, I'm just not gonna address that this is weird for him because I just want him to continue. <laughs> I just have the charm. The you pizzazz. do. You're so charming. So another thing we wanted to talk about, which I believe I brought up in like one of the first or second episodes about my tea drinking. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. We never revisited that. We never so revisited. That been going? It. Have you been doing it? I don't think you have. <laughs> okay well before i get into that so we what did we want to talk about is just taking time out of your day to calm your mind (laughs) yeah so i was prescribed a mindfulness activity that is actually apparently some kind of buddhist practice but i think it's pretty like westernized thing honestly at this point because i couldn't find anything like within buddhism westerners but um so i've been trying to do that it's 20 minutes a day of drinking your tea and like that's all you do like you just focus on the tea the temperature the taste the texture like that's all you do for 20 minutes so i did do it once and it was so difficult I've done Can it twice. Can we just highlight the fact that she did it once? I did it twice. The first time I did it. Oh. Yeah. Well, now now you're trying to back yourself up now. I did it twice. <laughs> I've d- I've been prescribed this for like two months now and I've done it twice. Hey, it's the effort <laughs> yeah. that counts. I know. So, but I did it the first time and it was like one of the most difficult activities I've almost ever done. It wasn't relaxing. Like I was trying to give myself stuff to do and that's okay. I always remind myself that these thoughts, although they might be intrusive and not benefiting the activity, they are okay that they're there. You acknowledge them and then you go, okay, I'm doing something else. So you go away now. I'm going back to the tea. Mm -hmm. And I did do that. Like that's the whole point of it is it's a practice, right? So you're practicing doing this. And I practiced it for 20 minutes. And then I did it, I think a week later or something. Mm -hmm. And it was so much worse. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought the second time would be easier. I was hoping that. But Mm -hmm. I was in like a very interesting place emotionally and mentally that day that I did it and I thought oh perfect this is a good time to do it because I had a really crazy day yeah and so I like sat down I went to do it and I was almost in tears because I was like I can't do it and I'm supposed to be able to do this I work in mental health and so I just was like you know that's not fair that's not nice to myself so I'm gonna do this for 15 minutes because that's the mm-hmm. maximum I can handle. And honestly, 15 minutes is a like 20 minutes is a ridiculous amount of time oh my to God, stare that's at a cup. way too long. I don't know how yeah. anyone can sit for 20 minutes and not think of anything, not move a muscle, yeah. not focus on any particular thought whatsoever. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? I don't know. And I'm not sure because, like, I don't know, like, therapeutically, I would never say to someone right away, do 20 minutes. And, like, honestly, I should have taken that with knowing what is it within my. My own capacity and I, I was about to say you could have done like maybe five yeah then like start like yeah, yeah exactly so like that's mm-hmm. what I would normally say to somebody like if I was going to be telling someone to do some sort of therapeutic practice I would say like start with like a minute and see how that is if you can do a minute next time like do two minutes see where your capacity is and that's normally what I would have done but I don't know why I think because like my therapist was like 20 minutes you got that and I'm like yeah, yeah for sure and no totally girl yeah so like i haven't given up it's still something that's really important to me to do especially because i struggle massively with dissociating 
and just like different grounding techniques i'm really practicing them because the more i practice them the stronger they will be so grounding techniques are also a form of meditation and they're really important just to like clear your mind and like reset especially before bed i find it's really important to just set aside some time without your phone or without any distractions of any kind and just really taking that time to reflect on yourself and and gratitude journal yeah Mm -hmm. so another thing that you can do which is something I used to do quite often at the beginning, especially of the pandemic, because I was struggling with things to be appreciative for and grateful for, is gratitude journaling. So what I would do when I was actually practicing this, and I'm hoping to bring it back, because sometimes like you'll get into like really good self-care habits, and then you can also have self-care burnout, which I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. Mm Cause I'm you'll be like going through that right now, so I'm glad you're touching. Yeah, because like we'll do things like we're like, okay, I have my list of self care things. I know the things that are gonna protect me and my mental health, and you keep doing them, you keep doing, and keep doing them, and that in themselves is too much so I always give myself permission like I will go through spurts where I'm like oh I need to take care of myself oops and then I'll do it like for a week and then I'm like this is tiring like this is not sustainable and like just allowing myself that permission to have a break like not every night you have to do gratitude journaling or every night you need to meditate or whatever but sometimes if you are able to and you remember to and what I was doing was just putting a little journal beside my bed so that when I got into bed I would see it and it was like a visual reminder to do this what I did because I feel like a lot of people start writing everything that they can possibly think about and then the next day they're like well I already wrote that so I like I have nothing else to say but I would write down three things a day or as many times as I could remember the in the week that's it I would just write down like three things if I couldn't think of anything I would think I'm grateful for air like just the air that I breathe I'm grateful for a home that I can sleep in that is warm things that you think are the simplest they actually mean a lot yeah gratitude journaling is really important it's a really nice reminder for yourself especially sometimes like I'll think everything is shitty and I'm like super in a negative headspace and sometimes just starting off with like I'm grateful for air I'm grateful for the sun I'm grateful for the trees like just something super simple to have legs yeah oh my god yeah 100 percent. like i'm grateful Mm -hmm. for my ability just with the things that we take for granted that we don't even Mm -hmm. ever think about every day every day yeah i think this is so important that you bring this up because i think it helps so much with pulling yourself out of a depressive mindset Mm -hmm. um because you could like wake up in the morning and think oh my god everything sucks and i hate my life yeah when you reflect and think of things to be grateful for you realize that there's so much to enjoy about life and it's not like it's so much easier said than done as well sometimes like yeah today i woke up in the worst mood and i was so sad and angry and mad and i like Mm -hmm. texted you and i was like i don't understand i hate everything (laughs) i'm like exactly what i said to you as i was like that's okay like it's okay to like have a day where you're just like fuck all of this and like it's okay to just if you want to take that time to like be angry be angry like give yourself permission and don't feel bad about it it's just when it becomes a daily thing that's when you have to kind of check yourself and you know maybe I need to talk to someone about this yeah maybe I need to get some help for this and like if you're really unable to find something and like change your perspective about a situation which uh, like if it sucks it sucks like it's hard to change your perspective about that Mm -hmm. seek some guidance for that seek some resources to help you through that because if Mm -hmm. you really can't find anything to be grateful for that's totally fair 
but you shouldn't feel that way all the time. Yeah, it shouldn't be a consistent feeling. Yeah. So it's a part of self-care. Are those negative feelings and thoughts serving you? Mm -hmm. If they're not, then what can we do to change that? That's the mantra for this week's episode. Does Does this this serve you? Like kind of going through what you're saying, how it's so important that you do take care of yourself, but also it's so normal to experience self-care burnout. Mm-hmm. And that's something I experienced with what I'm going to talk about now, which my passion, which is literally skincare, mm-hmm. taking care of your skin, for me, preserving your youth. Um, but skincare is one of, <laughs> you're laughing at me. <laughs> I'm terrified like, of aging, guys. It's like, like one of my, my youth. I'm so scared of aging. I refuse to age. <laughs> I will be a vampire until the day I die. No, but skincare is something I'm so passionate about. And just the ritual of standing in the mirror and going through the motions of washing my face and moisturizing and adding serums and stuff. It's very peaceful for me. Usually I'll be listening to like my favorite music and I just will zone out, really focus on the feeling of my fingers on my face and the smell of the moisturizer, the smell of the oils I use. Yeah, and it's just very really, mindful. Yeah, it, honestly, I'm like kind of meditating when I do it. Yeah. But it also centers me because mm-hmm. a lot of times working multiple jobs and dealing with so much happening in my life, I tend to really just forget to even just think about myself and where I am today Mm -hmm. like really just centering myself and skincare really helps me with that and also if you guys want a tutorial Mm -hmm. I have one on my YouTube channel it's so good yeah a lot of people have liked it which makes me so happy I was so nervous to release that video you were but it's it's awesome and like I texted Mira right after I watched it and I was like uh so I've been pulling on my face (laughs) and I didn't know that the neck needed to be moisturized yes If you guys are listening to this, moisturize your neck. Mm -hmm. Do not pull at your skin, pat dry. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know. And you'll have perfect skin. I'm kidding. But still, it's very important. And honestly, what I like about your video, because I've seen lots of like beauty gurus and stuff do skincare routines but like mm-hmm. i just i don't notice what they're doing like they're like oh this is this serum and whatever but i love that you're like put the, put your serum on in this way like yeah use your hands this way and i'm like mm-hmm. oh i've thank you not yeah, that there's I- anything wrong with aging miss mira i don't want to age i know but <laughs> age is beautiful too see i know, I know yeah. like mira's very and like honestly i am so afraid of like all that too honestly mm-hmm. like deep down it scares the shit out of me so i just try not to think about it because it's something i can't yeah. do anything about but i've always said <laughs> since i was a child my mm-hmm. best years of life are going to be 24 and 64. 24 was last year. I got a brand new apartment. I got my job like in mental health and substance use, which I it's like my dream. Mm-hmm. I got engaged. I got married. So honestly, Definitely 24 the year for you for sure. Yeah, minus the pandemic. But 64 is going to be a good year too. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to you and I still doing this podcast. At 64 <laughs> years old. <laughs> But another thing that actually will help you guys not age is dancing because exercise Mm. is important for you. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, if you dance, you're just never going to age. It's going to be great for you. It's the way to stay young forever. But no, but 
Science and studies do show that if you implement exercise and at least 30 minutes of it every day, you can preserve your, not your youth necessarily, but you can preserve your lifespan, which I think is important. And your mental health. And it just tags along with self-care. So Hmm. part of my skin routine is right after my skin routine is over. I, (laughs) Silver's laughing at me, but I swear by this. I do this every single night. Even if I, sometimes, like I said, I was mentioning earlier that I go through self-care burnout Mm -hmm. and the past like three, four days, it's been so hard for me to do my skincare routine like I've been lucky if I just wash myself wash myself wash my face and moisturize (laughs) that's gross yeah I'm lucky (laughs) I'm lucky if I wash myself that's me but yeah so it's been tough for me to kind of get into swing of things and I think it's just because I did maybe a little too much the past week Mm -hmm. uh, with meeting deadlines so I think self-care kind of took a step back for me but now I'm getting back into it but like I said if I don't have the energy to do my skincare I try to motivate myself but my favorite thing to do that kind of is like an incentive to do my skincare is after I'm done I play my favorite music mm-hmm. and I just dance in front of the mirror for like sometimes I'll be in the bathroom for like 30 to 45 minutes and my grandparents are like why are you still in the bathroom what are you doing like why are you in there for so long? They're like, the water isn't running. So what are you doing in there? But I'm like, oh, I'm dancing. Solo dance party. What it's does it so look like? fun. I don't know. There's something about just playing your favorite happy dance music and just mm-hmm. dancing that just increases my like serotonin. It also mm-hmm. tires me out. So I'm ready for bed. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. No, it's I'm... like part of my routine now. Yeah, no, I totally know what you're talking about. Because like I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like most of the time, if I'm listening to anything, if I'm just like driving around or cleaning the apartment or something like I'm listening to podcasts Mm -hmm. and I have gotten into the habit of doing that so much that music wasn't a huge part of my life anymore which was really weird for me because I've always been a very music oriented person and because I danced for so long I would always like nightly throughout high school university like I would just blast music and dance around my room like and then Mm -hmm. recently I was driving in the car and my bluetooth wasn't working so i was like oh well i have a cd <laughs> so i put my cd in and i was singing and like car dancing yeah so it's like a fun thing for me to do that i forgot about and like movement and especially things like yoga and everything like when you exercise which i like don't like saying exercise because it has like a connotation that like you have to be like running or like lifting or something but i like to say movement so like doing any kind of movement is the best way to be present and connected with your body yeah so i'm definitely gonna implement dance parties solo dance parties into my my self-care skincare first dance parties second and you will have the best time ever exactly your depression (laughs) and all of your mental health challenges will be solved just go out the window i'm i'm now a psychiatrist uh but to wrap up our episode today on self-care We just wanted to issue a little reminder to be patient, but be persistent. Um, Self-love and self-care is very evolving. And it's something that takes a long time to master. And, you know, you need to practice it daily. And remember, it's okay to burn out once in a while. That's normal. Um, It's a very up and down journey. It's just getting through a mental health challenge. Expect some highs, expect some lows. It's Mm -hmm. never going to be perfect. But be kind to yourself and support yourself through the hard times. And remember that you will eventually get there. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope that you got something out of it. And just keep in mind, like, self-care is just anything that will preserve and maintain your mental health so 
You don't have to listen to anything we said in this episode, but we hope that at least some things out of this episode might have inspired you to try out yourself and things that maybe you didn't know or think of as self-care. We're always open and welcome to suggestions, comments, and like always, we're very active on our Instagram. So keep up with us at Matcha Mondays Podcast. We're and almost at a thousand. Yeah, we're almost at a thousand. How insane is that? I know. I, I can't believe it, dude. We literally started this, what, January? Mid, mid-January. That's insane. We're at a thousand. And uh, let us know, we're kind of thinking for a thousand um, celebration episode, maybe we'll do like a kind of more Q&A, like get to know us because I feel like you're slowly getting to know us more and more as we go on through this podcast. But if you guys have any questions or anything, like we would be happy to just like go over them on that pod yeah. on that episode kind of like a fun little get to know us mm-hmm. but yeah so exciting things are in the works that we can't wait to announce so if you guys want stickers or anything like that it's like exclusive content we do have a patreon it's patreon.com slash matcha mondays and any help we can get there is very much appreciated so that we can give you guys some fun stuff and our social medias mira has her instagram at mira kiara and now she has her youtube channel so check her out on there i have my own sustainable art business and actually i think yeah by the time this episode comes out i have launched my new collection which is called the terracotta warriors that's so cute though i love that you're staying true to your heritage yeah so i'm I'm very excited for your launch and i hope everyone checks it out at her art business page yes yeah, my collection it will be available through Etsy. Hopefully, um, they're not all sold out by this time because it's a very limited collection. If you want to check me out, I am at Silver Rumor Gallery on Instagram and it's my Etsy shop as well. So go out and get your limited edition items before she sells out because she will. She always does. Yeah. <laughs> very exciting. Yeah, but other than that... Have a great Matcha Monday, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to us. And stay tuned for our next episode next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.